Right, welcome to, along to this latest edition of the Progress with Unity podcast. And we're all a chirpy bunch this evening as we're reflecting back on uh, what a wonderful, wonderful weekend of football. Anyway, uh, let's just introduce ourselves around the table as we're in Studio One tonight. We're nice and cosy. We've got a bag of M&Ms on the table that someone's kindly brought in. We've got sugar-coated teeth. And uh, I'll tell you what, it feels like they went straight through me. Uh, my tummy's rumbling. Anyway, Greg, how are you doing, Greg? Yeah, been worse. Been worse. Been worse. Yes. Rob. Yeah, I've had worse weeks. Gareth. No, I've not been so good. Have you not? I had to go to the doctor's on Monday. Why? It says I've got cup fever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? <brilliant>. Sorry. <laughs> Did he give you anything for it? No. no. Just a big smile on my face. That's uh-huh. it. <laughs> uh, I went doctors. So the week I had a strawberry stuck on my ass. Green. Yeah, yeah give, some, <laughs> give us some cream for it. Three the best. I went doctors, had a, a peanut stuck in here. Yeah? Yeah, just pour chocolate and it'll come out a treat. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, everyone switched off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, if he's Kevin bloody friend, Paul. <laughs> How are you doing, Paul? I'm doing alright. <laughs> yeah. Dan? I'm alright as well, thanks. Good stuff. Right. Well. Obviously, the talking point this week is um, is Newcastle. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. The talking point this week has got to be the FA Cup game last Saturday. Fantastic. Who went? Me. Yeah. If you around this table, went. Right. So, what did you think? What was the atmosphere like? Yeah, it went bad. Yeah. No, it was brilliant. Was it? Brilliant, it, it yeah. To be fair, before the first goal as well, it was. Absolutely fantastic! Best away atmosphere I've been to this season. That was bef- you know before we even started killing. Mm. Apparently, there's all men doing jigs around the toilets. That's what I heard. <laughs> I didn't see that. Did you not? Speaking to. Yeah, all men doing jigs on TV. Yeah, German. He were right. He was. He was a very happy bunny, weren't he? I mean, uh, Everton did the old Vatic thing, didn't they? After half an hour, they're all getting up and walking out. Yeah. Mm. Second, second away game in the road, didn't we? We'll get used to that. <laughs> Rob, was you in the low bowling? Oh, I was. It, well, atmosphere was brilliant. I was glad when it was half time, though. I needed a breather. Too many yeah. goals in a short space of time. Fantastic. <laughs> they were fantastic goals as well, weren't they? Tremendous. Yeah, and oh, we could have been one up before we scored our first one. Yeah, Maloney hit the inside of the post, didn't he? Yeah, he did, he did. What did you make of that effort, Gareth? Did you think it, it Maloney's? Would you... It was yeah, it... Thought it was in. You know, yeah. the inside of the post. I was watching on TV, I couldn't go to the game. And I've watched it any number of times since on Sky Plus, so... Uh, but yeah, I thought it was in. Superb strike. I think the Everton goalkeeper thought it was in. It was in the Carthion as well, which left the corner for the first mm. half hour in. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Mm, he did well to get that off as, with the power he did, didn't he? Yeah, and, uh, and we did an Everton. On Everton, didn't we, with the first goal, Paul? It was uh, where Everton do all the running about in the box, creating space for, it used to be for uh, the, Tim, the, Cale, Tim Cale, he's mm. coming in at the back post. We did it for Figgy, and, and mm. he, he buried that. Oh, absolutely. But, you know, I think even if he hadn't buried that, there was a... An half decent shout for a penalty with the way that keeper was mauling McManaman. 
you know, especially on the replays, he's like he's absolutely all over it. Wrestled him to the ground, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. But usually he, keepers get a, a free kick for that, don't they? Yeah. They'll wrestle somebody to the ground. And there was no reaction at all from McManaman, apart from running off with his arms up going, yeah, 1-0, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Good job there from McManaman, I thought. Mm. Great job. And uh, talking about McManaman, and the second goal, a minute later, I mean, in our house, I, I didn't go. I didn't go because what I'd weighed up was two Wembley trips and a trip to Everton. I couldn't afford all three, so which one was going to give? Obviously, it had to be the Everton trip, so that, that's why I didn't go. But in our house, my head was stuck in the ceiling. I jumped <laughs> up that. Could you believe I want to pass a Phil Neville to start with? <laughs> yeah, thank you very much, Phil. Cheers. Yes, he was our best player, wasn't he, on the afternoon? Yeah, he had a, he had a cracking game, I thought. Yeah. But McManaman's goal, did you see the interview after the game that he did with ITV? He looked completely stunned, as if it was all a daze still. It must be a complete dream for him, that, you know, childhood but Everton supporter. It was, a, it was a dream for me, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> never mind, never mind. <laughs> but it was, it was Owen-esque, wasn't it? I mean, I don't like comparing players to other players, really, but it was a bit Owen-esque, yes. wasn't it? The, the, the Argentina the, goal in the, the finish. France 98, yeah. I'll tell you what impressed yeah. me about it most was the finish was great, the run was brilliant, but it was the fact that he was alert to it, you know, yeah. when Phil Neville's on the ball, <clears throat> you, he's a, you know, you, you feel comfortable the way he had it, he went under pressure. To, to think, oh, watch this, he could give it away here and then pounce on it, that, that is Premier League quality, that, that is, you know, not he many was, players have been away, ready for that. He was anyway. sharp, like you yeah. say, the pace, distance, no slouch, is it, yeah. by yeah. any stretch, and he, he just, I mean, he's, he's caught him. Yeah. Just to add to that, that it was a great first touch, yeah. if you look where that first touch takes him, he's in a perfect position to slot it in. Was it two touches then? Back no, it wasn't, it, it was one touch, was one touch, and yards. two touches, back of the net, inside, brilliant. Two touches back of the net, quality. Yeah. yeah. Forty yards out, bloody hell. Yeah. And yeah. he swore as he would run away as I well. Was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was swearing. He managed to swear three times in four words. Well done, Callum. Yeah. So, great goal, but the creme de la creme for me, Gaz, was the, uh, it had to be Yardy's goal, Yardy Gomez. Yes. Superb, superb, absolutely superb. If Messi had scored that, it yeah. would never have been off TV, would it? As I say, I've watched it a number of times since, and the commentator, I love what he says after the, the goal. He goes, Corny, Gomez, oh my word, it's 3-0. <laughs> 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 I mean, it was superb. I didn't hear any of that because I was screaming like a little girl. Yeah. <laughs> that, that and shortly man, afterwards, the <laughs> commentator, he was Jim Bedlin. Jim Bedlin. Jim Bedlin yeah. said, it's Barcelona like this. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And, and we're all sat here going, yep, yeah, that's where he came from. Yeah. <laughs> it was, Bedlin was actually quite complimentary, even before the game started, because he said, if you look at the two teams, we're going to have he's got the better footballers, I don't know if you noticed yes, that. Uh, so yes. he, was, he was quite complimentary, where I think a lot of the press has been a bit negative in the way it's been out poor Everton were, rather than... Yeah. They were poor, they were poor for yes. a reason though. Well, they said yeah. a number of times in commentary, sorry to interrupt, no, no. but a couple of times in commentary, as you said, they, they said, especially the midfielders, they kept saying that McCarthy and Gomez were better footballers than Osman and obviously Neville. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, a number of times he said yeah. that, didn't they? I think the Oldham fans had it right about Phil Neville when they were singing You're Just a Shit, Gary Neville. Because <laughs> that's what he reminded me of, you know. No, he did that. was my, hey, my attempt at being funny. I thought we were singing that on Boxing Yeah, we were. Boxing yeah. Derby was, yeah. Were we? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he turned around and laughed to the crowd. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was, uh, <laughs> it was uh, <laughs> it turned around and he went banter with us, yeah, wasn't it? Really? Yeah, it was alright. Yeah, he took it on the chin. Yeah, he's alright, isn't he? 
He's well, he must be, what a pass. Set up of that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he'll do for me. Yeah. Got, going back to Pundits though, um, Macaulay Paul Kendrick was telling me he was uh, behind um, Craig Burley, who I think may have been doing Five Live or Talk, uh, talk Sport. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say something else then, wasn't he? Um, <laughs> 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 Sorry. <laughs> and um, apparently before the game, at first half hour, he was just slagging Wigan off the no end, not just the team. But the club and everything is like, oh, it's you know, it's a rugby league town. The atmosphere at the DW is terrible. It's only a matter of time before they go down. You know, there's no point even playing in this game. Pretty much, they're going to lose. And then, after about five minutes from half an hour, he just didn't say anything again. Paul was saying he said he was just pissing his sides at him. I bet Paul felt that's happening on the shoulder. Yeah. Yes. So Yardi Gomez's goal, fantastic, brilliant, beautiful per- strike. Absolutely, perfectly slotted. Right in the corner, curls, curling round the defenders. By the time the keeper's looking at it, it's, it's behind him. Yeah, one of the goals of the season for it, me. It was a two-yard tap-in yeah. from twenty-two yards. Yeah, he's, he's played a blind, really, because yeah. he, he knows the keeper's uncharted from that side of him, and he, Gomez knows that, so he just bends it round the player. Sam near pause, keeper's not even seen it by the time. He played a big role. It, yeah, I was just going to mention him. Yeah, he was very intelligent football that way. What yeah. he did. Mm. Yeah, took it wide and looped, stopped. Bosses all made the run and he pulled it back. And after our third goal, after our third goal, if, something else I picked up was when the players were huddling round and hugging each other. Boise came in and you could see him talking to everybody, telling them, you know, I mean, it was it was just so professional after that, and it was reminiscent of of Newcastle last season, wasn't it? How we yeah. we just shut shot up, shop up. Uh, I, I was talking to me telly telling them to be professional and, and stay sharp and, and don't give anything away after they got the first one. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? What? Well, yeah. what? It was actually two, two seconds. You know, you sat there, the first goal was in, you've edged the game up to that point, and you think, right, whatever you do, don't start dropping deep because you, you know, you've got these men on the run if you, if you carry on. And you think, come on, don't do it, don't do it. You, you get that little bit of head tennis. And then Phil Neville, though, so there you go, let's have another. Yeah. Bum. It looked like they were doing intentions of dropping yeah. deep goals, didn't it? I mean, there was so much. It was the game plan it, and it fitted in perfectly. It, 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 it's us to a T. It's us to a T. You know, there was no, there's nothing to lose in a cup game. And then Maloney nearly got, nearly got the fourth, didn't he, when in, uh, he had the free kick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was going in, that was creeping in, wasn't it? it Figueroa mm-hmm. had that decent chance as well, the second half. You know, on, on another day we could have. Yeah. Been, was there a second half? My telly keeps getting stuck and <laughs> going back on repeat. <laughs> yeah, I thought tactically we were brilliant. Oh. Come on, yeah. Everton played badly. That's the only reason we won. Well, I, <laughs> you know, I, going back to the last two weeks, you know, Reading were poor, and then against Liverpool we were poor. How many chances did Reading create? How many chances did Everton create? Yeah. And then you look back at where we got pasted at Liverpool. How many chances did we create? We created plenty of chances. And you know Liverpool didn't create much more than the four that they scored, yeah. and it, it, it just that result was a, a poor reflection of the game. We're, we're coming good, and we're going to be fine. We just need to make sure that we don't get um, a couple of bad results and then start getting the mental block. Yeah, I was going to say the re- one of the reasons why they were so poor as well. Everton like hitting Fellaini from left back and right back, and we stopped that source, and and we got membrane Fellaini as well. So that that's why he had a useless game. He got dragged off after an hour. Yeah. We that, dealt we dealt with that. It's really. exactly the same as when we played him at home. Yeah. We just bullied him. They didn't even have to bully him that much because he was bullying himself. Yeah. He was 
Mm. It'll be that secret tactic we talked about last week. Chris, that'll have been hiding in his ear. <laughs> <laughs> he got woods up, didn't he? He got woods up. But they're talking about uh, the stats and what have you. I mean, it shows that sometimes stats don't say anything. On the on the old goal attempts, it was 14 to 13 in Everton's favour. We both had six apiece mm. on target. They had seven corners to our six. Uh, foul wise they committed 16 and they had, uh, we had 10 and, and it was uh, 4 bookings to 1 uh, possession wise 52% to 48% so it was pretty even it was controlled it? I think yeah. mm. they were I mean, there about 3 in the last nine, in the last 4 or 5 minutes didn't they Baines hit it over and then does it Moral not Morales it was the other one just near Barkley they're all long range they weren't proper chances you yeah. know, they were, yeah. well I think Rubles only only tested once, and that's when he got down low. Yeah, effort. What about in the second half, in the last few minutes, with a fantastic save? No, there's, I think there's two. And that one as well. Yeah, I've forgotten. Sorry, I've forgotten who had the shot. He's the was it Barclay? No, he is it wide into Barclay. There was a, there's a piece on um, the full website today about um, Corney picking up. Um, Bobbles. Yeah. So yeah, he, play, he played against him last season. And he was at Levante and, and he's, a good, player, yeah, he's a good keeper and it's just what they need to push Ali and give him some backup. I'd love us to sign him because yeah. I've been really impressed with him. I think he's got a presence, you know, with his size and his positioning and his, his distribution is excellent. I, I, I'd love us to sign him. Yeah. As much as I love Mike Pollitt, we need someone on that bench who, yeah. you know, if, we, if, we get, if Ali gets injured. I mean, not even that. He can push for a start for me. Of course. Oh, yeah. Has Pollock been trying to tide this season over so that next season Lee Nichols is doing that? That's job? what I thought, to be yeah. honest. That was my thing. He's out, you know, he's out till September, Pollock. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. His he, I'm, I'm essentially, you'd, you'd expect him to be retired, wouldn't you now? Yeah. Almost. You know, it, it, it takes some effort on his part to not be retired. Certainly, the easy option. You know, he's doing his coaching badges, isn't he? Yeah, Here's the question, though: Would you start that same team on Sunday? If no. not, who would you drop? Uh, I'd bring Ali back in, and I'd leave McManaman out. He's going to be Gomez. going to be injured anyway. And Gomez. Two goal scorers, though. Yeah, I know, but. Well, they're always there on the bench. Oh, yeah. I, I, if we're on a must fit, I'd play. What a bit, I'd what play him and I'd drop Franco. I'd stay. Stay. Stick as it is. Colwell really? on the bench. Colwell. Colwell on the bench. Stay. I'd, it just looks so different with Alcaraz in there, so different. Yeah, which one would you, which one of the three, the three centre backs would you drop? We've one. never yet had the decision of who's our first choice centre backs. We haven't, because at the start oh, of the season, you either had Ramis or Alcaraz available due to injuries, niggling injuries and suspensions, and Alcaraz went out long term. And then Shana's come into that mix. It's the first time you've seen four top centre halves fit this week. Interesting decision, but I'd stick mm -hmm. with what started starting. Alcaraz was in that. It's probably the best single mm -hmm. defensive performance I've seen. I mean, it wasn't that he was making last-ditch tackles, it was just controlled, he wasn't letting anything yeah. through. You know, he didn't have to make last-ditch tackles. He can read the game. That was it. How many times he cut out passes, yeah. what, what, what he'd read, he was brilliant. I thought he but was my man of the match, Sandy. <coughs> I know oh, man. Maloney and no. McManaman have good shapes, but I thought Alcaraz, by yeah. a country mile, was man of the match. Mm. He played well linking up with Shana as well, weren't yeah. didn't he? Considering yeah. they've never played together, 
Uh, well, they've, they've had a odd few minutes, haven't they? But they've, yeah. not, they've mm. not played together. I think they've the the te- tactical awareness, aren't they? And the intelligence. They just know where to play. Quality quality football. Football. Yeah. They're both, yeah. both yeah. half decent at bringing it out, and, and so's Figgy. And you start looking there at a back three that any one of them can either step out with it or let somebody else step out yeah. with it. And it, it makes it hard to hard to sort of counter because you don't know what's coming. John Borsagio's formed it a little bit after Christmas, didn't he? And he's coming mm. for a bit of state. Do you think it's, uh, what would you say, Do you think it's, it's improved? Yeah, I'd say weeks? in recent weeks, definitely. I mean, you go back to the Reading game, the, the pass what he supplied for Corner's goal. I mean, that how accurate was that? It was pinpoint. Uh, and he had, a, it, you know, he put a few decent balls in them, but his form did dip and he was coming in for a few pelters when he had a few people having a go about his weight and he wasn't fit. But I do think he's coming to again. And I thought it was a great second half of last season. I thought he was one of the main reasons we oh, stayed yeah, up. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he's finding that bit yeah. of that form yeah. again. I think his corners have improved as well, which is yeah. a big asset. Right? I think his quality. I just I read on, on, on a website the other day that uh, he, he was listed as one of Bob's worst ever signings. And I, I was thinking, you know, yeah. there's well, people who are watching a different no, game than what def- I'm watching. Yeah. Yeah, we know there's people out there that watch a different game than we do. Yeah. Played pretty much every game. Yeah, it's it's inconsistent. That's what, that's yeah. what I think you can say. Well, that ball's quality. What is it, Lewis? Yeah. On it, yeah. Three of them again. He's one of the players we come, to, we come to done with. It's his variety of balls, though, as well. It's not like if you notice, he'll, he'll put them in near post, fair post, but they put them at different arts. Yeah, it, he's just clever. He's very intelligent sort of player. That he makes up with his intelligence. What he doesn't have with pace. Or it reminds pace. me, when I look at him, of, of, of a jazz pianist from a 1960s swing club. You can just <laughs> see him with a, a little tight suit on, a, a cigarello in his mouth. <laughs> Paul Payat playing on the piano, you know. It's got a name like one as well. Hasn't yeah, Jean Bossier's trio. Starring live tonight. Yes, with this. Uh, it sounds French, doesn't it? It sounds rather Chilean. Jean Yeah, the, the French Chilean. Anyway, right. So we're, we're buzzing. So uh, that's Everton done and dusted. Thirty-five thousand of it, if you like it. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. There weren't that many at half time. No. <laughs> Moyes, let's, let's finish off with what Moyes said. Can't tell you against the fact that Wigan were the better side. <laughs> that's that's praise coming from yeah. David Moyes, Jeez, isn't it? That's praise. Right, Sunday we've got uh, Newcastle in time. Oh, back, to, the league, isn't it? back to the Premier League, yeah, yeah back to the Red Bull. I've enjoying Gareth's little side show. But, I mean, what is a, a good point for us is, is they're playing Thursday this week, so, it, you know, they're, they're not going to have too much recovery Sam apparently they're putting a very strong side out because you want to progress uh-huh. so it's, it's it's good for us and they've got a couple of injury worries as well aren't they uh, Ben Arthur's out isn't it? Ben Arthur yeah um, and all the keepers out Kroll Tim Kroll yeah um, well anyway our record as well against Newcastle is, is quite good at all in the Premier League we've got uh, five wins and one defeat and the defeat was a terrible defeat I don't know if you remember it back on 2nd of January 2011, oh. it was an awful, that awful was, game. Uh, that was oh, one yes. of the worst yeah. games we played that season. That oh, was yeah. one of those games, and I hate them, because when I, when I walk in thinking, right, we're going to kick on, we play shit. Yeah. And that was one of them days. Tom Cleverley played for us that day, he, he yeah. Oh, it was horrible. Was that, that on day. a Monday night, if I remember? Uh, it, it was a midweek one, wasn't it, on telly? I had corporate hospitality with a free bar, and I was full of flu. 
and I couldn't drink anything. So I ordered a bottle of champagne. <laughs> had about two glasses and nearly puked up everywhere. Oh, that bad. I was rough as anything. And it was horrible. So it was a waste of corporate, waste of free bar. What score was it? 1-0. Yeah. Andy Carroll scored. It's probably for the best. Yeah, yeah. No, it was we a were all. It, was we, a terrible game. it, it wasn't a 1-0 game because we were awful. Yeah. They were best in every department and it, it should have been more than one. Well, that's the only time uh, they've got anything. In Wigan, Washington except was, Washington was Washington. except <laughs> when they played us in 1954 in the in the cup replay. So that's the only that's the only two times they've they've done us. Back when you were a lad, uh, yeah. <laughs> we have a good recent cup record against Newcastle as well, don't we? Yeah, we beat them one 0 when we got to Wembley, didn't we? In, yeah, uh, to Cardiff rather, the Curling Cup. David Collier was it penalty. David Conley penalty, yeah, yeah. So I remember Shearer having one kicked off the line and he's claiming it were over and yeah, they put a lot of pressure well, on it us. It was over that, wasn't that one where it was over? But he shoved Ariane Dijou to get to it, yet no one walked it. Or was that another game where he claimed that? That might have been league, you know. That was that in the league one? Mm. I remember that one. He, he, he absolutely threw him out of the way, <laughs> edited it in, and it was over the line. But like, like Baines cleared it, but like no one talked about the fact, you know, he assaulted Dijou. <laughs> No. I don't remember any of that. The only thing I can remember was taunting the shirtless Newcastle supporters in the way and Hey, <laughs> <Aye>, well, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So, good good record against Newcastle at all, but they're not a bad side this season. They made some good signings, got all the French lads in, um, and they're playing well. They've been playing well. They, they won against Stoke last mm -hmm. week, 2-1. Did. Yeah, Kabai scored, didn't he? Was it Kabai? What's your one? The last I six games, they beat Stoke, they lost 1 0 to Swansea. That's Swansea, that one. That's Swansea, yeah. They beat Southampton 4 2, they lost 2 1 to Tottenham, they beat Chelsea 3 2, and won at Villa, which incidentally is their only away win. Yeah, they're awful there. Right. Because okay. their away record is played 14, won 1. Drawn five, lost eight. So hopefully it'll be lost nine. On Saturday, yeah. Sunday will be good. Yeah. I personally think that a lot of that is to do with the fact that they've been in Europe. Possibly. Possibly done, yeah. Yeah. So, so again, they're faced with another away trip after a European game this this weekend, don't they? Luckily enough, it's us that they're going to be playing. Uh, so who's the danger man? Who do we see as a danger man? Papa Cissé? Mm. Papa Cissé, obviously. Ben Arthur, if he's, he's, he's got to add a virus, has No, it's not. It's a reoccurrence of his hamstring, what he had back in Ooh, December. So right. he's definitely, definitely out. Right. That French lad. Goodbye. Cissé. <laughs> Cissé. Not Cissé. Sissoko. There's about eight of them. Yeah, he, no, he the midfielder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's only scored on his debut. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah he's a, he's he looks decent. Then then man, Corny, yeah. apparently, he's really good mates with, uh, is it Tio? He's injured though, isn't he? Check I don't know. I, I checked uh, physioroom.com before and he weren't on there. Was he not? Ami Orbis, doubtful for tonight. Creel, like I said before, Creel's out. Uh, ben Earth is out. And I think they've got one or two sort of fringe players. Right. Just carrying knocks and stuff. I think they've got fair weight in total. When we played them at their place, that, uh, they had that young lad come on as a sub, didn't they? But he's out some morning at the moment somewhere. He's got the world in there, isn't he? It was a brilliant finish. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's going to be, uh, I think it'll be a tough game, but I still think we can get something out of it. Uh, I don't think we'll lose. I, I don't, 
I don't know if whether we're going to have an FA Cup hangover. This is my, this is my worry. I think it's going to one or two ways. I think it's either going to be a tough game, close game, and we'll lose by one goal, or we'll just be amazing. We'll win two or three now. Well, I was, there was a thing saying that our last five games have all had a three goal margin in them, one way or the other. We've either been absolutely brilliant or absolutely shocking <laughs> in terms of the scoreline. That's just us for the last three years. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Just, that's just it's the last three games. It's just yeah. us. <laughs> Depends on if Wigan Athletic turn up. Yeah. Well, it's that time of season, and I've said it before, decent sides will start turning up. Because mentally... Um, we can't rely on that every year, though. I mean, well, we, we, but it's we, not we, relying on it. Just because we've done it last year doesn't mean it's definitely going to happen this year. No, it's not It's not about relying on it. There's a difference between somebody saying to you, there's a metre and a half, jump that gap, jump from there to there, it's a metre and a half, and you just wander up and you go bump straight over it. If you put that metre and a half 40 foot up in the air mm. and say, right, it's only a metre and a half, you just did it down there, jump over it again, your legs will be going like jelly. It's getting real, and that's when we start to, to turn up and we start to deliver. It's a good analogy. It will be fine. I hope so. I just <laughs> wish we'd deliver in September, October, and November. Well, so do I. The, the <laughs> downside to that, I, I always think, with starting so crap, is no bugger wants to join us in January. <laughs> you yeah. know, that's exactly what happened with uh, McGeady, isn't it? Yeah. And, you know, we're going to have to start sort that out soon. Well, I, I, I know you said you didn't agree with me, Dan. Uh, Greg, sorry, the other week, but I think it, it was a lot to do with our defensive injuries that we've been. I, no, I, th- I, th- I, 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 I think it's a fact. I just don't think it's the reason. I, I think I, I don't think the only reason we've done badly this season is the injuries. I think it's had a bit of major factor. It's one of one of the main ones. There's been a, there's been a few know, decisions thrown in as well, and it's been very it's been very rare that we've had a defence there that shunt that can't call. I mean, Golubar's only played what once, maybe twice. Well, in the and I know he didn't let us join. Lopez should be good enough, and Lopez is good enough. So they're not the, the players you can play. Well, he's not like Alcaraz or Ramis, is it? He's not. There's a different level. I know. And he's been. We've been unfortunate, but I still think there's been other areas where I think you know. I think I think Roberto will agree with me. I think there's areas where well, we, we can control it and we're not control it. We missed MacArthur for a third of the season, didn't we? When he before he, he got back in the team, and yeah. then he. He had to start playing again and find his form after his back injury. With uh, wonder if he'll be doing any more charity bar ads in summer. Mm-hmm. James MacArthur. No, <laughs> just a little bit too soon for me. I don't think he'll be ready to cycle down to Wembley then. No, no. Our home form is a contributing factor as yeah, well. I mean, yeah, let's face that. it: if someone had said 14 games ago when we set out this season that you'll have played 14 home games and only won twice, we wouldn't have believed it, would we? Mm. But we have. We've, only won we've won how many games away have we won? Um, Counting the cup ties. A lot more. Ten, well, ten, ten away wins this season, mm. including cups. Mm. So, what do you think the problem is? Well, it's, it's upstairs. One, yeah, it could be one or two things. Is it is it the support at home going on the bike? Are they nervous, or is it because teams play a different style when they, when they're playing away, and we find it hard to break them down? Oh, it's not shit. Like, let's go back to the Everton game. I know we've just put it to bed, but I personally thought Corning was the one man up front, supported by Maloney and all the guys running from midfield, was a better team shape, shall we say, than sometimes we've even gone three up front, haven't we, in parts of games. You, you, you've just summed that up there, guys from midfield getting forward. I, I, I think our problem at home's in the heads, because you go away, you're, you're not expected to come back with anything. Therefore, you have the freedom at, at home. You're expected to be the side. Therefore, you've got a kind of 
concentrate more on on not giving anything away, and and therefore you you play with a more defensive mindset, and you don't you don't bomb forward, you don't attack, and that's when and you become indecisive, and that's when we make mistakes. When when, when players commit to getting forward, we look a different team, and when you're in a position where you need results, you're going to commit yourself forward, and that's. That's the reasoning why I've got no figures whatsoever. Well, that's like shit or bust time, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. It's mm. shit or bust, and you go for it. I can't understand it. I'll never understand yeah. it. You know, you said it in your twelve band piece this week, Dan. You just, you, I think we're gonna, we're gonna athletic. No one can put a nail, your finger on why they're so bad one week and so good the next. No pundit out there can say they always above the, you know, beats me. It depends which we're gonna athletic team put out. And I, I, we've got it's the same players. It's weird. Maybe Lawrence is right then. Yeah, it's has been caught with a few no. good points this year. But, but when Greg says from game to game, but I disagree with that. It's in the same 90 yeah. minutes. We can right. How many times this season have we gone one two nil down, and we've not done nothing until that time? We're happy to sit back and not really that, show much attacking, t- and then go two nil down. Then we completely dominate games and unlucky get something out yeah. of it. And so why is it not go out at the start of the game? And take the onus on us. It's up to us. We'll go out and win them all games. And you won't because you've got a, you've been down the bottom and you've been worried that you can't afford to drop points. And it's the mindset. Like you say, you go goal down and suddenly all that worrying about yeah, if we lose two 0 it's you know we've still got no points, so I may as well have a crack forward. Yeah. Suddenly, you, you play with the freedom. It's, it's all upstairs. I, I know Roberto, Roberto knows that because he said it before. That's why I'm confident with yeah. it at Wembley because I think when they, when they need to turn up, they do. Yeah. When they need to, and I think they they, do. I think yeah. that they're at yeah. Wembley now. They know they need to turn up. Yeah. They're not going to freeze for that. Well, there was, there was a there was a piece on. I only caught a little bit of it, but there was a piece on Sunday morning. Um, I, it, it's the stuff on Five Live. I don't like the presenter, so I don't usually listen to it. But we had Clive Woodward on. And, it, and, it, and they, were, they were discussing the rugby and, and, and how England didn't really turn up and, and only just did enough. And, it, and Clive Woodward was saying, he said, I could tell on the morning of a game whether or not we will play well before we even start the kickoff, you know, before the game even starts. He said, I would know based on the mentality and the attitudes during the week and, and basically when they're taking it serious and, and they believe they've got a real challenge in front of them. The mindset is very much different to one where they believe we turn up and we're going to be all right. As soon as you think you're all right turning up, you don't put as much in. Well, that's why I'm worried about this back end of the season business. <coughs> if the players get into it, it's back in the season now, we'll just start picking up. It's not like that. That's what I'm worried about. But I don't it, want to get in the players' heads. The, that's I not going to get in their heads. Well, it did do against Liverpool, I thought. I thought they were very See, see we, we disagreed on Liverpool because I didn't think we were that bad. But... Well, the, the scoreline said we were. We created chances. Rayner was great, and, and one or two others. Yeah. It was snap chances. It was all over the place. That first half. It was snap chances. Don't get wrong, there were good chances, but but we were still we were still making them. We were still creating them. Yeah. Right. It, it, That's the positive take out of it. I agree with you, but mm. but I think they look at the table and 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 they think well, if we don't do something, we're in trouble. That's why I think you always find a side that at, at this stage of the season is five, six points clear, gets comfortable, thinks they're happy, and then suddenly starts to go into free fall. You always get one of them. Yeah. You're you look at the league table, it's not going to happen though this year, well, is it? You know, the, team, the teams in that area are actually nine points clear of us. Your Newcastles and... Well, I mean, nine points is only three games. We've got yeah, but Stoke. Is Stoke, Sunderland and... 
Is there another team Swan, in that? Swan, Norris? Swan, 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 Norris. Sorry, I think they are they uh, catchable? Are we looking today? I don't think they are. Points clear. Nine points. No, the good thing right, so. teams like that, West Ham, we've got is they're going to like they sat there mid tail, not really in much danger, and take foot off the gas, similar to when we played Stoke at home last season. I think they're too far in front. Yeah, some, some, yeah I mean that's what I'm saying. They think they're comfortable. Villa, Villa, Villa did that last season, but they weren't far mm. enough in front, and they did it too early. I just think this year, Southampton are obviously still catchable. I think everyone kind of wrote them off when they were amazing for about four weeks they're still playing well but they're catchable but you know two weeks ago in two weeks ago last week we were sat around here and I was still writing QPR off now writing Reading off and I still think QPR have a shot back to back wins for QPR it's massive two wins is massive not only confidence wise but six points at this point McDermott's gone is that do you think it's on his head again well quality wise there's no question for me. If all four of the teams at the bottom though, five sorry, if you include Southampton, all five of them play well on the best on the day, we're better than even by quite a bit. Mm. So that's all we need to do. If we can if we can play the best for the rest of the season, play up to the standard we can do, we'll stay up. It's all on the players now. Yeah. There's, well, no, there's, uh, there's going to be no luck in it. It's always been down to us, hasn't it? If we play up to standard, we've always had enough in it. You know, from the, I, I don't know. I've not got anything like the, the years behind me that you lot have got. From the very first game I watched, I, I, I looked and I thought, there's enough in this side, if they don't want to go down, they won't go down. And that was Blackburn on Boxing Day about four seasons ago, four years ago, yeah. five years ago. 5-3, Rocky Santa Cruz that trick. No, it no. was 1-1. Yeah. yeah, the 1-1 game. It was a 1-1 game um, and I, I was watching that very much as a neutral. And I was, you know, there was enough there. That was uh, that was in reversals first season. We, we could do with it not going down to last game though, you know. Yeah. Yeah, because we've got. Uh, if we if we get three to the final, we've got yeah. Wembley on the Saturday. Saturday. But we've got. Then we've got <coughs> Arsenal away. will be rearranged for we've, Tuesday afterwards. We've got Swansea on the Tuesday. Mm. We've got Wembley on the on the weekend. Mm. Then we've got Arsenal. Swansea be on being rearranged for Tuesday, now, is it? For the, yeah, yeah, Tuesday the seventh of May. So the Tuesday before the the Wembley final. Has the city uh, been? Yeah, seventeenth of April. Right. God, it's going to be. So that last two week of the season. Um, it's, it's, it's weekend, midweek, weekend, Sounds midweek. Sounds daft, but I think he could rest players in, in the FA Cup final if we get there. He could keep some players. If we're in serious yeah. trouble, he'll keep players out. Yeah. If we're in the FA Cup final, you know, we'll keep players out. So it's going to be weird. I don't think anyone's been in the situation, have they? You see, if you get to the FA Cup final, you've obviously won the semi. So I, I think that the game's coming thick and fast. If you get a bit of momentum, it's not a problem. It's a problem. You know, it's the problem. If you, if you lose it. Why, why I still don't get why it's before the end of the season. I'm sorry. I thought it was the, the best thing about FA Cup. When I was a kid, I remember watching it. Yeah, last game. neutral grounds. Mm. The season is over. Big day on BBC One. You know, full of proper coverage. No adverts or anything. And you make a day that everyone's season's over. Everyone's watching this. This that Saturday. No one's going to give a crap. Well, is it Sunday though? The FA Cup will be on Sunday when at the final. All the games will play on Saturday. No, no, it's yeah. the other way around, isn't it? All the games will be on the Sunday. I'm thinking how we've arranged our back. We, 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 well, the, the games are on the Sunday. We were Villa game is on. I will build the Villa game, which is our last it's on a game Sunday. of the season. It's definitely on the Sunday. It's yeah. the 19th of May. It's the week before, isn't it? No, the, no sorry, no, the Arsenal games are Sunday. Is it? Yeah, the Arsenal games are Sunday, uh, and the FA Cup final is the Saturday, because right. the, the Joseph's goal bike ride, they were due to stop off at Wembley on the Saturday. And then just cycle to um, 
Cycle to Arsenal, I think. Yeah, it's not the same there. But still, it's. I just don't understand why it's where it is. No, but that's the FA instead of money and Premier League. And the, uh, they've got the Champions League final, haven't they, at Wembley this time as well? Is it Wembley again? Yeah. Again? Yeah. yeah. Right, anyway, um, referee for Saturday, Mark Oldsley. Decent or not, I don't know. 24 games this season, 54 yellows, 3 reds. No one oh, that weren't me, that was a tree. Yeah, 52 year old now. Um, it's alright, isn't it? It's a decent ref, do you think? Yeah, I've had a can't say I've had any, seen any major things where I thought. Yeah. He, uh, a, a couple of quotes of his, he, he says uh, he doesn't watch other referees because he uh, doesn't believe that he can learn from them. He wants to be his own man. And he says football's about watching the game of football, not the performance of the referee. So, them two things, I, th- I think, uh, if all referees had that sort of attitude. Well, I, I, he's, he's one of these, obviously, all referees, this is wrong, but like you said, I don't think he's ever been one to try and grab the line like that. Yeah. That's a Dowd and Howard Webb probably do at times. Yeah. Uh, he's Bolton there, so he's a bit close to home, isn't he, for us, which is a bit strange. You know, uh, a Bolton fan, is he? No, he's actually from, from somewhere down south. He, he was a professional goalkeeper. And then he retired oh, and right. took refereeing up, so he's an ex-player. And then he did something really wrong and was forced to leave to Bolton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's, he's only got another two years and he can move back out again. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, before we finish with the Newcastle game, are we having some uh, predictions? We start off with Dan this week and we'll work uh, anti-clockwise around the, around the table. Well, last week I predicted us to get battered and we won. <laughs> so I'm going to have to predict us to get battered again. 3 0. We'll go with that now. <laughs> Paul, what do you think? Um, what a piece. I, I think I, mm, I, I, and that's been me being as negative as I get, really. Um, if we play like we played Saturday, and we just, we'll, we'll be picking three points. We need three points, pretty much. And, and when we need three points, we usually get three points. But you're going for one point. But I'll go for one piece, <laughs> <yeah>. Gareth? 3 <laughs> 1. Two. Wigan. We scored three goals in three minutes and twenty-two yeah. seconds. <laughs> Ninety minutes we can do three at all. Sure. Well, we only win when we have to, and we need to win. So I think we'll win. Uh, two nil. Kill clean sheets again. Yeah, that'll be good. in the team. Greg. I said before, I said we're gonna. They're going to edge it in a close match, or we'll batter them and win by two goals. So I'm going to go two 0 to us. Two 0 to us. I think we might suffer a little bit of a cup hangover myself. Um, I'm going to go for one apiece. I don't think we'll lose. So am I the only person who's predicted us to lose? So we've got we've got Dan. Dan predicting us to get absolutely yeah, top. Good intentions. Yeah, you're saying that, aren't you? We know. <laughs> and uh, we've got three three saying a home win. So that's excellent. Right, before we finish tonight, uh, just uh, anybody going to the game on Saturday, Sunday rather, there'll be a few bucket collectors around the stadium collecting for Joseph's Goal, which is the charity of, uh, seems to be the adopted charity of the club, and it's also uh, the one from the Wigan Evening Post, Paul Kendrick's, uh, close to Paul Kendrick's art, he's the football correspondent for both the Post and the Observer, so there'll be a few buckets knocking around, I'll be holding one of them. Um, so please dig deep and uh, 
you know, throw any, any loose change in there that you've got or, or yeah. anything at all, really. So it's not abuse. We don't want any abuse thrown, thrown our way. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Can I abuse somebody? Right, we've got to finish on on, uh, on the FA Cup, haven't we? we we've just got to do. I'm b- absolutely buzzing. I can't stop thinking about it. I've not slept properly all week. Yeah. My head's all over the place. I keep watching the game. <laughs> I've watched the goals. I've watched the game from start to finish three times since... since You've you got know. cup fever as well. How's your brother? You know, the one that came early on and said we should have lost to Bournemouth? <sighs> See... I don't, I don't, I'm going to have to go through this because I don't believe I said that. Yeah, like I don't, never said I'll show me how she felt her No, he didn't. Please, he didn't. It's alright, I believe you, Barry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I love the FA Cup. I, I was just frustrated, that's all, with the moment. It was playing devil's advocate. He said, would it not be better if we lost this time so we could concentrate on the league? It's only one way we're going to ban out this show yeah. podcast. It's all point of these, the recorded yeah, insane. I'll tell you which one it It was the Bournemouth one, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Is it uh, post-Bournemouth first like It was, yeah, yeah, no, it was after we'd uh, drawn, wasn't yeah. it? Oh, was it Bradford? I can't remember. No, no, it was the Bournemouth, because we had the replay and we thought we were going to lose down at Bournemouth, didn't we, and we was all feel like crying because we're going not to test it FA Cup, but now we're going to Wembley! <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. So, uh, are we buzzing? Yeah, can't wait. Well, that's when you're like, really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to Europe next season when we went Well, uh, I mean, looking at the draw, if Chelsea don't screw up, you've got to beat a championship side to the moment. And that's just absolutely... Chelsea, Chelsea are going to drop to six, though. Absolutely. No, but if Chelsea get... If Chelsea win a, a, a Europa League place by winning the FA Cup, they'll take that place. Oh. Whereas if Chelsea get a Champions League place through the league position, they won't take the Europa League place for the FA Cup. Therefore, so got to slip down to fifth. We will even if we get beat. So they have to no, if Chelsea, yeah, they would have to finish in fifth. But but in order for that not to come true, they have to beat um, United and then City in their semi-final. As well as playing loads of other games, uh, and then beat us, obviously. Yeah, they're not. They're not going to do it. It's too many games for Chelsea. So forget them. Forget them. Who would you prefer in the final? Get through, then that's it. Chelsea. Chelsea. I'd rather United over City, though. I just don't think we're going to beat on City. I just think the way they play, I'm just going to always counter us. I don't. I don't fancy United in the final. No, I know. We've been there, done that. I know. Yeah. That was. That was embarrassing. I could see us getting something against. I could see us doing Chelsea on on our oh, day. Chelsea, you know what I mean? Definitely. definitely. Yeah. It's a winnable game. Yeah, Benitez as well. <laughs> I want to stay in the Premier League. Sorry, I'm, I'm not bothered. Not I, I, that is the priority. Yeah. Right? Well, it is. Right. It's yeah, not I for agree. me. It's not for me. Right. What's well, point finishing seventeenth every season? Win a cup. Football's yeah. about winning stuff. I keep. I want to tell people. It is about winning things. Do something that Arsenal haven't done for you. It is. I'm not. Oh. I'll get shot down for this, <laughs> but I'd, I'd rather win the cup and go down. I'd rather stay in the league. Obviously, we can do both. The it, big it, is, isn't it? Can. Yeah, do well, both. we can. I, I was having a right good argument with my uh, with my old yeah. ops manager um, today, who's an Arsenal fan, and, I, and it, 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 he was gobbing off. I said, so, "So who's the only team never to have played in the top flight and never get relegated? Arsenal, Arsenal." And, and they said they couldn't believe that I just went quiet and shut up. 
And then what I was doing was I went on the internet and pulled the stats up. So there you go. In 1912, 1913, you got relegated. They you finished bottom. They didn't go down. They finished bottom. They didn't go down. It was an election thing. They stayed up. Oh, I've, I've, I've used that stat myself and got absolutely trumped in it and we looked it up. They didn't actually. They, they, they played, should have done, but they, they played in the second division. They didn't. See, See that, they that's didn't what we need to do. Have Everton been relegated? So. Everton have. I yeah. truly Everton was nice. I, I, I used that stat myself and I got made to look a bit of a dick. See, that's what we need to do. Time. Like, work for me anyway. <laughs> if we finish in the relegation zone, we need a re an election. Did all horses, right? Last time we had to have an election, election, it took us about 20 years. None of that shite again. We to Scotland, It's wonderful, isn't it? But Premier League, yeah. Oh, we pissed off next week. Yeah. We've got an international break coming up as well, haven't we? Next week, isn't it? Yeah, next week. So. We, we can do both I think, we can get points on the board, there's enough rest periods for the players. Can't see Alcaraz going off playing for Paraguay in some far off country, can you? It's, 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 not, it's not going to affect him now, my only worry is, like I said before, if it goes down to the last week, yeah. I think he's in his biggest dilemma of his career, Martinez, you know, if we have you know, level points with Villa and we're coming up and playing the FA Cup final. We don't want to have to beat Villa at home, do we? Yes. No. That's enough for me. Because we need to. I'd take that now, you know. I'd take, yeah, I'd I'd take it now. If, if someone said to me, beat Villa at home to stay up, I'd take it. I would. I'd rather have to beat them than have to draw to them. I'm not saying yeah. daft, but if we have to draw to a team, I think we've got more chance of mucking it yeah, up. You're in yeah, dangerous absolutely. territory, aren't you, if you're trying to sit, sit on as well? I know safe by then. I, I, yeah. so I think we've got the fixtures to be able to be safe yeah. by then yeah. if we perform like we can do. Mm. You know, I mean, let's face it Norwich, QPR, Swansea, West Ham, West Brom, they're all beatable. Yeah. That's before yeah. we play Villa on the last day. City and Arsenal. How many points have we got there? 24. 24, so we need 16. Tottenham will be the hardest game we've got left. I reckon 37 will keep going. I think we've got everyone else's now. Yeah, we've got City, where we? Tottenham will be the hardest game in that, because by the time you play City, they'll be settled in second, we're out to do. Title will be over. Yeah. That's good. When is it? Arsenal away, it's not good. See, we've got some decent games, really. Mid-table. Oh, no, the season's over, isn't it? Yeah, West Ham, good set, same again, yeah. about them. Norwich, Newcastle have pulled away, they're playing on first. So we've got some decent fixtures in that respect. Next few games, yeah, but then I think they've got a, a, a sort of last six I games. I just don't want them to want to run. I think that's always been the danger of QPR. We need, they need to get a thumping this week, and I know they're playing Villa. Well, I think, I think the thing with QPR is it will take one bad result for them to hang their heads. If they're getting yeah. a run though. But if they're getting they're, a, like they're say, if they're getting a run, they can be dangerous. And we'll be screwed. But one bad result and they'll hang their heads. Right, we're talking of hanging our heads, it's time for us to hang our heads. We've been uh, around this table long enough and it's MIT's frazzled, I've been told. <laughs> I need to get home and get it eaten. So that's it, we've all got the FA Cup fever, what Gareth's brought in. <laughs> <laughs> Started to get the sweats again, so it's a good night from me.
Since his grand red carpet rolls out on the side they stand Worshipping you like a goddess, like a goddess Somehow, you remain modest Flashbulbs pop, paparazzi goes wild With amazing grace, you walk and smile They answer to your beck and call You're flawless, after all Overqualified for the position in your dreams See fruition, near class on a higher plane Everyone wants to know your name Just like perfection Needs no correction Like no other Absolutely Just like perfection Needs no correction 